We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Abner Morris is a world champion boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by abuelas and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Morris, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and the man he is. They chat about topics like Abner's journey from a kid on the streets to boxing champ, sports, music, culture, and family life. Listen to On the Hook with Abner Morris wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. back everybody welcome welcome to another episode of hard reads i'm tk reads this is Austin, and we're going to talk about a couple of new things a couple of cool things to talk about we got the uh, well a couple of things to talk about not sure if all of them are cool but one of them is the armada mango and legacies thing that people have been talking about uh we are getting like a small patch after the 9.0 patch probably to you know fix a bunch of things so the 9.0.1 patch should be coming and uh the smash bowl that is by Gridiron Gaming. We have uh, we have come up with another way to get people interested in the Smash. Except this time, big uh, big money, big stakes. Uh, you know, on the line here for our competitors. So should be a good one. Me, uh, me, E, and Coney are casting the blast on their back. Uh, but yeah, uh, first up, you know, Austin, how you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, hanging in there, doing the normal stuff. Happy apps. How about you, man? How's everything? I'm just tired, man. Just, you know, <laughs> stuff has been it's getting mundane, but I am trying to find joy in, in parts of life wherever I can. So I feel yeah. that, dude. I didn't. I didn't get much sleep last night either. Like my sleep schedule has been like all over the place this week. 
Yeah, I'm probably gonna end up doing like a midnight to whatever stream because my sleep schedule is all over the place as well. So, um, okay. Well, first up, uh, I didn't really get to talk about it or read about it too much, so this is definitely gonna be on you. But what is the Armada Mango and Legacies thing people have been talking about? Um, so basically, uh, on the Twitter feed, um, someone I forget what started it, but basically there was a lot of like comments on Twitter or from Smash Reddit where people were asking about who is the goat in melee like who who is who is the all-time goat and Armada took offense that he was not considered the goat and started you know not throwing a tamper tantrum on Twitter but just started like talking about like why he wasn't even considered for it or whatever because in the end like no one really it, it depends on like what part of the uh time frame you like considered like the best time for melee and who who has like been the most consistent and stuff but Armada kind of took it like super far and just kept wanting to complain about it. And Mango had enough. So Mango went into the replies and started like, you know, talking about how like, well, you don't compete anymore. And you, you're only good for like that couple. You're only like the best player for like that one or two years where Hungrybox has been like a more of a mainstay. And they, there's just a lot of back and forth there until Mango finally ended with a good luck with your Mario runs, which was a huge uh, <laughs> thing to say. And I guess that got me thinking about um, what is important. Wait, when it comes to like results in tournaments, like, like, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this too, is like, do you, like, is the legacy more important than like current today standards? Granted, yes, we're in the middle of COVID. So today is not as relevant anymore, but compared to like 2019 results, like I, I, I it, it's such like a tricky option, but for ultimate, it's a more of a newer game. So there's not as much legacy going on there, but for just smash as a whole, like, do you do you think legacy is important? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it is, but like, do you think it's more important? I than... think I think there's an argument on both sides. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not going to just discredit that uh, Armada was dominating for quite some time. Yes, um, you know, but the thing is, like, once he got past, he never like got back up there. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Once once Xbox started winning everything, like that was kind of like the end of the era for like the five gods, kind of like. Uh, going at each other uh, like that. In fact, most of Xbox's losses have come, out, I feel like, outside of the five guys lately. It's been about, like, Zane and Plub and stuff like that. Uh, that. So, um, I don't know, man. There's, like, an argument on both sides. I do think that uh, Armada's legacy should not be... What is that? It shouldn't be, like, forgotten, for sure. But at the same time, I think that he should understand... That when because he quit right around the fucking peak of like, uh, I, I feel like the way that he quit, it was almost the way that like everyone feels like, um, I feel like a decent amount of people thought that people were quitting because of Hbox. So it was like they would lose the Hbox and out of nowhere be like, oh man, you know, I just don't have the drive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't have the drive to keep playing. It's like, you know, there's all these reasons why, uh, they could be quitting, but if you look at the immediate reason, most of that stuff is like right after an HBox loss, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he didn't have a polarizing playstyle comparison to everybody else, but that playstyle worked. So, you know, do I think Armada is the goat? Uh, in a sense, yes. Do I think HBox is the goat? In a sense, yes. Um, I just don't know how to, I guess, grade who is more of the goat, but I feel like as time goes on, if um, if uh, Xbox continues to play this game, it will be a way easier argument to say that Xbox is the goat over Armada. Yeah, and I, I think there's a little bit of fear from Armada's side when uh, 
he quit like because it is the whole thing like maybe no one knows this for a fact but what if he's like afraid of being surpassed because that's actually what happened to Hungrybox lately remember when uh Hungrybox decided to retire from Melee for like a month or less than a month or whatever and then he's like and then he realized that the reason he was doing it was because he kept losing to people outside the top five like you said and he ended up coming back to it because he wanted to like regain that control so do you think like maybe Armada quit because of that um or it, I don't, it, it's hard and like I feel like yeah. you know we we asked him and he basically said you know that it wasn't because of that. He said he was, you know, it was he was getting older and all that good stuff. But like, mm. and that makes sense, you know. Like it does. There a lot of a lot of players definitely get to the point where they're like, all right, man, you know, I'm a little older. Like I don't really have time to practice like that anymore. But I feel like if that was the case, uh, then he shouldn't really care too much about this co- uh, conversation. I mean, I, I feel like a, a, a small jab or a small jest, I'm like, oh man, you guys just really forgot about me. You know, saying something like that would have been, you know, ah, uh, lol, you know. Yeah, well, forgot. Don't don't forget our models the goat, whatever. But the way that he came in hot it did look like he was, you know, taking action. Yeah, like yeah. It, there was definitely like a hint of jealousy there, like because you know, like the longer back it goes, the more easily it is to be forgotten. Like remember Ken, like when Ken was considered the goat in like the very early like two thousand three ish days, and now like no one even thinks about him anymore except for when the, the combo that he named, you know, the Ken combo. That's like the only time people think about him. Or right. when they watch season two of Survivor. These people. I'm, I'm like looking through the, the comments right now. <laughs> what people are talking about. So, I mean, like I, I went to Mango's page straight up and I see that there was a tweet from Zane in here. Mm. They got a lot of attention from the uh, Melee community yesterday. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, I mean, this is, you know, Mango's in here saying, I'm not going to sit here and Twitter beef with you all day. I'm not laughing. Uh... <laughs> If you think I'm uh, never going to banter or poke fun of you as a streamer because it's free content, you're insane. I already unfollowed you. Because seeing your name just makes me upset. I'll keep playing Melee. Jeez. Yeah. Like, and then uh, Mango proceeded to, like, have a late night stream that night to continue talking about his thoughts and stuff like that. He he seemed really upset. Yeah, I mean, I would, I mean, I feel like this is the most I've ever seen Mango reply to anyone. Yeah, right. (laughs) Usually he just goes, like, LMAO and then, like, pieces out. Yeah, man. So, I mean... He, he did something similar with Hbox when Hbox uh, uh, threatened to quit. Well, I mean, but I feel like the way that, like, he... I'm, I'm, I'm sure that he didn't, like, egg him on to quit, though. I think there's some, mm. there's a level of competition. Well, there's, there's a level of respect, respect between them, obviously. Because oh, Xbox yeah. Popping off. And I'm sure there's a level of competition there, too, that Mango would like to consistently or dominantly beat this man one more time, at least, uh, <laughs> to say, you know... He is the goat, you know, because like mm. Mango, I mean, like he he he's he's like first or seventh. Like that's that's the Mango play style, bro. Like he, yeah. he's either playing amazingly and getting first, or he's playing. He's you know he gets in the top eight and it's kind of busters out. But you know, we'll, we'll uh we'll see um, what happens, you know, later on. Because I mean, like this this is probably a developing situation uh, as of right now. Sure, we have. Um, sure we have the information that we have right now but i think that uh someone's gonna end up picking this back up and making more of a stink of it and it's so it's still fresh conversation yeah 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 so i mean these tweets are like from what yesterday like from yeah you know, i think someone probably are from today so yeah just gotta I, i'm surprised i even missed but again they, again i haven't really been on twitter like that um just in general so mm-hmm. yeah that, that would have been a. I, I i saw a tweet from leffen from that but i didn't really like 
dive deep into it. It was just kind of like left and giving us thoughts. And I was like, all right, well, this is probably something that. Right. That. I caught it like so early, though, that I didn't even see any numbers. It was like, you know, it was like a three minute tweet. So I was like, all right, this is, you know, it's whatever. But if I would have jumped back down the rabbit hole, I'm pretty sure I would have found some pretty interesting stuff in there. So I only heard about uh, it because it was on Discord. Like someone tweeted, like posted on Discord. So I just clicked on it. I was like, whoa, what the hell? And then saw it. So yeah. I've also been kind of like staying off that little Twitter ground because it's good for the mental health, dude. Good for the mental health yeah. to be on Twitter all day. Yeah. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and champion futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Moving on, though, we're going to talk about the new, new patch. I'm not sure. Did we talk about the, well, I guess we talked about the uh, 9.0 patch in general. It was like yeah. a small one, but mm. basically, like, just looking at it, if, you, if there was a mid-tier that you played, they most likely got buffed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of small buffs uh, to, oh, there's a lot of small buffs to rapid jabs, too. A lot of rapid jabs have lost their, like, clanking. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's, a, if that's a buff or a nerf, but uh, for, like... It depends. Yeah, I guess it depends. I, I, I saw, like, you know, the video of from uh, Beefy Smash Dude showing, like, Marf's F-Tilt going through jabs. And I guess it depends on, like, what you're playing, if that's going to work for you or not. But, like, you know, them not clanking in general maybe probably makes more sense uh, than anything else. Mm. Uh, and then uh, Bowser Jr. Ooh, sorry, peeps. Bowser Jr. and um, and Lucario both got pretty significant buffs mm-hmm. uh, to kind of bring them up. Just enough. I mean, like, just quality of life buffs mostly. Nothing, nothing crazy. Like, you know, nothing that they, that, that didn't kill before is now killing uh, extremely fast. It's just stuff right. that like took a while to to kill will now kill earlier. You can f throw for a kill, even though like basically if you're going to get an f throw for a kill, you're you're right in the position of getting a jab for a ko too. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I played the character a little bit uh, the day the patch came out. Had a lot of fun playing some Bowser Jr. I always thought that character was fun, just you know. Time to make really. the switch. Probably not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of my. That's one of those see my Bowser Jr. tier characters, you know. Oh, I feel it. 
yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I'm never going to put too much uh, focus on them, but want to do some wacky stuff when I pull them out. Yeah, uh, I came up with the topic for the uh, new new patch because I was hoping it would be released by now, but it's probably going to be releasing tonight, patch 9.0.1. So I I guess we could probably talk about what we think is going to happen because the fact that it's coming out literally a week after means that I I feel like something's bugged or something needs to be fixed ASAP. And in all honesty, it probably has something to do with Steve since he's the newest character. And we have seen those glitches on Twitter. Where, yeah, I saw um, the one where people are falling through stages. Yeah, like especially against yeah. Samus. And that's yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I've seen multiple clips of that. Like, I just like one person. Like, I've seen it happen like in matches multiple times. It's like, okay, maybe this could potentially be a problem. We don't know yet, but I foresee Nintendo seeing that and being like, okay, let's fix that real quick because you know they they had to change every single stage in the game for Steve. So something's gonna get kind of wha- out of whack in that process. That's probably what they're gonna be touching tonight, but. The, the replays said they are changing from the week ago, so something 100% is being changed. We just don't know what it is yet. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I don't... I mean, there's probably, like... A, I feel like there's probably maybe, like, a small buff that could be added in there, too, for, like, you know, just, I don't know. Like, give... Just give another character, like, adjusted their, their F tilt or something. But it's gonna be, like, just to mask all the stuff they're probably about to do to Steve, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, right now, I mean, I'm watching all the Steve gameplay though. Like, it's definitely still not a character for me, but I have seen a lot of cool stuff. Same. Like, cool Edgeguards for sure. Um, like he, it's just like Minecraft, dude. Like the imagination can only can take you so far, and you can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want when you're off stage like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So super cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, still looking forward to see what happens with the rest of this DLC because I just I don't know what direction we're going anymore, man. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I have no guessing anymore, dude. Like, it's just we all, you know, people were talking about Steve forever, you know, but like, yeah, I, everyone thought they were just memeing. And then here we the are. meme became real, anymore. dude. I, I can't believe it. Cause like, you know, it's like literally anyone is possible as long as they're a video game character, you know, like, like people are talking about master chief getting into the game and the way, the way they're creating these characters, they're making them so like, like faithful to the original series. Like the way they, they handled Min Min, the way they're handling, Steve, like they're getting super creative with the season two pass. I feel like season one was a little bit more like, yeah, these are Smash characters, or like, you know, Terry, he plays like Ryu and Ken, um, a little bit, and like the, the, there was nothing really too much to make them stand out. They felt like Smash characters, and then season two, Sakurai just like went off the chains, like you know what, screw it, we're not making Smash characters anymore. We're gonna make these characters from these games and put them into Smash. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's working out for him uh, mm-hmm. very much so because I mean, like. Well, it's just like even if you're not enjoying the character itself, like even if you're like, man, this is just not the character for me. Uh, the fact that like you can see uh, these characters and all these playstyles that he's put into the game definitely leads to an open imagination for what else he can put into the game. Um, you know, as you said, Min Min was very weird. Uh, uh, Steve very weird. So we're just you know. Uh, we're just trying to figure. It's like I feel like Sakurai just basically figuring out what else he can do. Yeah, how far uh, can he push the envelope? Yeah, with the Smash character, because like none of the, and the best thing about it is like none of the weird stuff is like broken or busted yet. You know, like Bayonetta was weird because she comboed harder than anybody else in in four, but then she was also busted. But like mm-hmm. you know, Steve is just weird because he can build blocks and has like a, a, a weirder playstyle with the mining and stuff. But he's he doesn't. We haven't found anything that's making him inherently busted yet. Uh, then you also have uh, Min Min, you know, she, her her B button is basically all of her A attacks just on a different hand. Um, 
but it's not weird yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not busted. So I think it's good that he's kind of towing the line between not, well, between like busted and not busted, but also making very eccentric characters. Yeah. Like, from what little I've played and seen of Steve, uh, it, it just seems like he's going to get overwhelmed by the rushdown characters. Someone that just, like, gets on top of him. But, like, his advantage state is, like, some of the best advantage state in the game, you know? So, but yeah. he, he struggles in the neutral because of his, like, poor mobility. Yeah. So, um, moving forward, though, we got the Smash Bowl. Uh, we got the Smash Bowl. You can actually catch check, catch that uh, on Smash G already. Uh, extra type of Smash Bowl. I don't know what, what all these uh, what this Roman numerals is. Hold on. I, I I literally saw it and I was like, dude, I have not played a Final Fantasy that high. I don't know what number that is. Wrong. Like, what is M? Is is M fifty? Like, or is it like? Is are they trying to say twenty twenty? Like, what 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 is the? Maybe that's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Oh, because it's like it's the winter into. So M is a thousand. Yeah. So I assume you know a lot about this event that's going on. Uh, I know a decent amount. Um, I'm not sure how much I can disclose, disclose yet. Word. But, all right. So, MM. So, M is M is 1,000. Got it. That's, that is what we've learned today. So, two M's is 2,000. Right. And then Sick. two X's is, two, is 20. And then the I. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, Smash Bowl 20. Yeah, we learned something today. Here on Heart. Only on Heart Reads. Uh, <laughs> 2020. It says, uh, if you look at the Smash G, it says, Smash Bowl Online Invitational was the first part of the Smash uh, Bowl 2020 series spanning 13 weeks with a 50k with 50k online. Join us from November 1st to January 31st to see 32 of our favorite players complete uh, compete in a totally new competitive format. Uh, you can view the format in the playbook section here. Oh, hold on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That open. That. Now this uh, is uh, I, I saw that Thunder Gaming is involved with this. Yes, um, we. I, I don't think they're like the. Well, I don't know how this is working out. To be completely honest, I mean, like, I, mm-hmm. I was talking. I talked to Christian to get hired for it, but I wonder yeah. if Gridiron Gaming is their like the main thing, right? Like that's this. These are the guys who are doing it. But then Thunder the Gaming is like sponsoring it. Yeah, and Thunder Gaming is just kind of like bringing them the money. Got so, it. <laughs> you know, um, just looking at the attendees though, we can actually talk about the attendees real quick. Uh, we already have a list of that. We have MKLeo Mars, Sonic Forever, or, aka Enrique Hernandez. Uh, that's Meister. So uh, okay. I don't know why he changed. Okay. Yeah, that was bizarre. Isam, <laughs> Cosmos, Wadi, Leon, uh, Pandarian, MVD, Ned, Luis, or Louis Money, Scat, Mr. G, uh, oh, Goblin, Goblin, uh, Best Ness, Cola, Supergirl Kells, Colonies, Epic Gabriel, uh, Yes, uh, Arfang, Aaron, Aaron, FGC, Aaron, 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 Aaron. I feel like this is a, this is definitely a player that I should know, but I think he changed his tag. 8-Bitman, Prodigy, Spargo, uh, Mr. E, Skittles, uh, Laid, Big D, Sharp, Pelka, and Miles. Miles McKenzie. So, some some of the, some lesser known names in here, but definitely some mm. names that can make a couple upsets. I'm very interested to see how Big D plays if he decides to go uh, Ice Climbers. And the Ice Climbers also got a little bit of a buff. Um, now, it is Ice Climbers online, though, so it could maybe potentially mess up his timing. But I remember when I played him in tournament uh, back at one of the Dome Parks or one of the... Oh, it's Port Priority. Uh, his Ice Climbers definitely waxed me. Uh, I think that's a hard matchup for WeFix regardless, but yeah, he definitely waxed me. Uh, so, super... Ca- that's like the only time I've ever played against that character, though. So, it was like, wow, this is, you know, a lot to learn in, in one <laughs> thing. Um, But yeah, man, we got some... I mean, obviously got some stars in here. 
Uh, not really missing though. Um, oh, I don't bro, it's been so long. Game. It's been so long since we had like a invitational or something like that with like top players. I I just kind of forget who we are missing. Was Tweak in there? I didn't hear Tweak, and I didn't hear Samsora. So, hmm. Uh, interesting. If they decided either they didn't want to be part of it or they just didn't get hit up, but I mean, we still have a really good lineup, and they're still. Yeah. If it comes to if this is an offline event, then there's it still is like three to or four people that could I think beat MKLeo if it came down to offline win. So you have Mars, you got the Buzz if he's playing right, mm. uh, you you got Esam, and I mean I guess the wild card would be like Cosmos Body or um, uh, Meister if he was playing mm. well. So and Mars yeah. just won that uh that Gommel online thing last weekend. Oh, this stuff. Yeah, no, Mars has been, I mean, he's he's been tearing it up, so. Um, but yeah, man, like, the the way, they're just pretty much just making a good money for everybody around, you know? Like, if you look at the prize pool split, Stage 1 players receive $500 for participating in play, Stage 1, and they win 250 for each set, and then a bonus 250 if they never lose a set. And that goes on throughout each stage. So, just participating is going to get you some uh, some cash, and then winning will get you even more cash. So you can walk away with a little something-something here um, in this tournament, or in this, uh, I guess it's round-robin type deal mm. uh, going on. 50K on the line. Um, there's going to be action every week, you know, and you're going to get, uh, I, I think they were trying to go with, like, there's supposed to be, like, different rule sets each week, too. But I'm trying to see how that... Like stages or something more wacky? It might be something more wacky. Let me look. I know that always gets a little scary for people because, yeah. you know, they're always like, well, what do you what do you mean? You know, like, <laughs> especially, I, especially with money on the line, too. It's like, yeah, when that mean? much when that much money's on the line, like I, I, I was always kind of shocked that this is like imitations. Invitationals weren't like more commonplace this year because, you know, with the nature of online and Wi-Fi. You know, like there's going to be a lot of like lag and incorrect like connections and stuff. But when you make it an invitational, there's testing you can do beforehand. Like, will this match work? Will these two be able to fight each other in a good connection? That's way easier to standardize when you know the players and who's going to have to play against each other ahead okay. of time. Wait a minute. I found the playbook. So this is what it is. So Word. Number one is randoms. Number two is squad strike. Number I don't wait. Squad strike doesn't work online, though. Are they going to do something else? Yeah, I don't know how they're supposed to. Number three is heavies. Number four is reverse mains. Number five is phone a friend. Uh, number six, is Pokemon Masters. Number seven is food fight. Uh, number eight is Sakurai says. Number nine is up, up and away. Number ten is Michael Bay movie. Uh, Eleven, <laughs> Super Smash Down. Twelve, nearly legal. Uh, Thirteen, King of Fighters. Uh, Fourteen, melee rule set. Uh, Fifteen, Sammy singles. And sixteen is switch to rivals. So I wonder if that means they're actually going to play rivals of Aether. At the end, which sounds pretty funny. Now I do have to. I'm, I'm never gonna have to talk to him about this uh, here squat strike though, because I don't think you can do squat strike online. Actually, put that in the Discord. <laughs> like, just let um, him know. I mean, yeah. Um, so it looks like they're just. It, it's more of like a casual type of thing. Like, I mean, granted, there's still gonna be a lot of money in the line. People are gonna want to watch it, but it could have been an opportunity to make it like a little bit more of a serious one v one that Smash so desperately needs. But I'm glad that they're still just doing something to support the scene. You know. I feel yeah. like when COVID finally, eventually, inevitably calms down a bit, like we're not going to have like a big tournament because of like thousands of people. Like, cause I feel like that's still going to be like 
a no-no during the current climate. But I think like the first thing that we're going to see is probably like small invitationals, you know, offline. So I think that's like, that's probably going to be the wave. And it's so different from what Smash and FGC are about to represent, you know, because these are like one of the very few types of games where like anyone has the chance to win if they put in the work. You just enter the bracket and you just have to beat people and that's it and you can win compared to like team-based games like, I don't know, like Overwatch, CSGO, where you have to prove yourself to people that you're good, consistently do well, and then get picked up by a team so that you can actually play in the tournament, you know? So that, I, I feel like that's one of the things that makes Smash and FGC a little bit special is the open brackets. So, but that's going to be like one of the very last things that we'll see returning in the offline setting anyways. Okay, so they they know the squash right does not work, and they are doing a uh, different version of it. So okay. I, I guess you, you can actually look at it right now. It says pick five characters for a set. You can't use any of them more than once. You want to lose no interchangeable Echo Fighters. So I assume that you just play like a what a one side game and just like or, oh no, it's, it's each game's a different product. character. No, it's just it's just uh, they shouldn't call it a squash right. It's just a squad battle. So each player chooses five. Oh, and the, and the set in the length is best of five characters. And you can't use uh, echoes, so or echoes that like are straight echoes. So no Peach Daisy, no Pit Dark Pit, uh, which I mean they're not really a straight echo, but I give it their same. Same as Dark yeah. Samus and Simon Richter. Uh, all the other echoes are fine. Okay, um, I'm picking Crom, Roy, Lucina, the Marth, and uh, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't. Well, I mean, I guess it's, <laughs> it's far enough. Uh, Roy, though, that's yeah, those are different characters, but like mm-hmm. you know. I'll feel you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the best of five. Uh, and I guess they just play until someone wins three times. So you can either get all to all five characters or you just get three characters. So, Yep. Anyway. Okay, that, that sounds lit. I mean, it'd be cool if Squatch Strike just worked online, but I understand that like it doesn't. And that'd probably require a lot of like new coding from Nintendo to implement. Yeah. So, well, either way, um, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a pretty interesting thing to uh, develop over the next few weeks. I mean, it's starting in about 10 days. What first, day is it uh, on? The first event is on Sunday, November okay. 1st. So we have, this is, it was the 21st now. Yeah, we've got about 10 days uh, until the first event for this. Uh, and then it's going to be, I think it's going to be like every Sunday. All right, let me go ahead and look at that real quick. I thought I just, I think I just saw. It'll be on the same channel every single week, right? So people like can just know yeah. where to go. Yeah, well, it's going to be yeah, Sunday every week from November 1st all the way to January 31st. Or the finals bracket. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen weeks. That's a refreshing thing to see, in all honesty. Like, even if it's not like the standard 1v1 rules, just like look something to look forward to to watch if you're like a fan of Smash or a fan of competitive Smash and fan of mm-hmm. these players that like every Sunday now you can like watch this thing because lately, you know, it's just like, oh, we watch the Hungry Box weekly every Wednesday and then that's it. You know, like you don't have much to look forward to. So it's yeah. kind of it's this is nice to see something like this crop uh, crop up. So I'm I'm really happy to see what it's gonna like turn into. Yeah, I'm just I mean, I'm just really happy to be commentating Smash again. It's been yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I mean I've been enjoying commentating other games, but mm-hmm. I don't want to drop any games just because they fall off. I just, you know I, I would I just, I just want to continue to commentate at some point in time. So yeah. Either way, um, yeah, so definitely keep a lookout for that, guys. Next week, we'll probably have more in-depth to talk about for that. And then the weeks coming after that, we'll have a lot to talk about, seeing that we will have... Tournament results. Uh, yeah, tournament results and things like that. <laughs> so, and we can talk about the stage list and the, and, the, and the rule set and how that worked and if it worked or not. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for now on, that's for now. That's going to be it for hard reads, guys. Uh, if you are late to this episode and you want to watch it fully, it will be on my YouTube soon. Otherwise, otherwise you can listen to it uh, on Apple and on Spotify very soon as well. Uh, also, you got any final words? Uh, nothing much. Oh, uh, I'm going to be casting the Arc Revo Invitational this weekend. Uh, not Invitational, but just the, the circuit happening for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. If you guys want to tune into that, I'll be there oh, doing, nice. uh, doing some top 16 action for the east side. So, I, know you're still, I didn't know you are still playing that. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's nothing really happening for it because the game unfortunately released right when COVID started. So yeah. it didn't get its chance to get off the ground, but it's cool to see Arxis, you know, going out there and sh- still supporting the online game. So yeah, I'm, I'm still like on that bandwagon. I love Grand Blue a lot. Kind of hard to play sometimes when the connections aren't good, but when you do get a solid connection, you can play for hours. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fair. I They'll did, be on uh, twitch.tv slash TSB. TSB. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I definitely like the game, but yeah, I definitely re- uh, released that over time where I just unfortunate dude it was i felt yeah. so bad because <laughs> it's a new ip you know like a new brand new fighting game so like and it just comes off to like like we'll see what happens once they are able to host offline events safely because right now it's actually pretty huge in japan but just in oh. the west it's not picking up any steam okay well uh well big house is japan that happens all the time for some reason <laughs> i feel like that was I think the same thing happened with Pokemon for a little bit, but you know, mm-hmm. Pokemon's got just got a dedicated fan base over the world. Right. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for watching again, and uh, yeah, all, all the things I said before about where you can find it soon. Uh, stay safe, wear a mask, and we will catch you next time. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.